Hello and welcome to 35 Minute Movies, the Emma Stoners. This is the podcast where we're going for Emma Stone's entire filmography and ranking and reviewing as we go. I'm Cameron, and as always, I'm joined by Emma Stone's number one fan, Awais. How are you doing today, Awais? I'm good. How are you? I'm excited to talk about these movies. Yes, and we're also joined by a guest today. Awais, could you introduce our guest for us, please? Yes, it's the editor and founder of Outtake Magazine. Um, and just an all-around amazing person and writer, Laura Potier. How are you doing? I'm very well, and also very excited, especially to talk about ECA. Which are is... you Are you an Emma Stone stan? I'm a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like she's great in everything she does, even the bad films. So no complaints. What's your favorite Emma Stone film? You know it's gonna have to be easier just for the sheer number of times oh, I've watched is it. it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I actually, I actually didn't know that. It's just I, I could watch that like three times a day and be a happy bunny. Like that'd be. You're gonna say La La Land, aren't you? That's gotta yes, be your favorite. Probably. Yeah. Probably. But there are some good ones. You're like looking through a filmography, and there's there seem to be like some actually interesting movies. Mm. And like so far, the ones we've talked about, like even the sort of crappier ones like they're she's still the best part of all of them yeah. like the house bunny like the house bunny which was the not the best bunny. movie oh she's, she's amazing in it even stuff like the rocker which we hadn't even heard of before like the, there's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. random <laughs> rain wilson movie with her as like a guitar player in it and she's the best part of that movie. as well yeah i'm gonna need to go check that out So we'll move on to talking about Easy A, directed by Will Gluck. Uh, Awais, could you tell me all about what happens in this movie, please? Yeah, so basically uh, Emma Stone plays um, Olive, who's this very sort of clean-cut, innocent high school girl. Um, and there's a sort of little white lie that goes around the school about her losing her virginity. And then she starts to see her life sort of paralleling the Scarlet Letter, the sort of famous book that she's currently studying at school. Um, and then the sort of rumor mill starts to going and she decides to sort of use that to her financial advantage and sort of to boost her popularity status and sort of goes around telling people that she's, you know, engaging in sort of various sexual acts with different people when in fact she's not. And everything sort of starts to spiral out of control a little bit for in her life. And uh, Laura, you said this was your favorite movie, favorite Emma Stone movie. <laughs> I think so. I'm gonna have to go back now and like triple check everything she's been in. But like, it's just you such have to a, double down on it now. It's such, it's just such a good one. It's like one of the last great chick flicks of that era. I'm just yeah. like, it's just feel good. You've got Stanley Tucci being like the dilf he was destined to be. <laughs> it's there's nothing not to love about it. It's, yeah. it's such it's such a great I, it's such a great like movie just in general. I really had a great time of it. I, it's just like the second time I watched it. I watched it like years ago. I can't even remember when, but it was definitely a, a good on a rewatch. And yeah, Stanley Tucci, I could watch that man in anything. You could watch him be, I think, do anything. I think it's, oh, it's because at that at that time there was like loads of these sort of coming of age films, like sort of around the early twenty tens, mm. um, and I feel like the fact that this one is it still holds up and it is still so different is what's so good about it because it's like obviously it plays into those sort of coming of age themes and everything but it does it so well like i love the sort of fourth the fourth wall breaking is amazing it's so funny 
and at the time it was also just so unique as well and so well constructed and like there's so much analysis to be done about like the meta like chapter narrative and yeah. all that it's just great it's also just so such a funny story also the pocket full of sunshine scenes yeah <laughs> it's so iconic and sometimes sometimes when i'm just when i'm just lying in bed feeling a bit sad i'll just go into youtube google easy a easy a pocket full of sunshine and just watch that clip about 10 times before getting up for the day that's and funny that's not even that's not even a lie like i'm not even <laughs> kidding there. i ended up adding the song to my playlist on spotify just just because i'd watched it again it was yeah it's just so it's got so many film references actually like yeah yeah all the john hughes and tom cruise references <laughs> and yeah no it's it's great it's also quite unusual for a film targeted towards like teens and like tweens to have aged so well because usually you get like yeah quite a few kind of mm. but it was ahead of its time i'll put it out there yeah it's for not sure. as dodgy as super bad is in, mm. ter- in terms of in terms of jokes and stuff like that now you know it's it's aged aged much better than most of emma stone's other films actually if you look you go back and watch the house bunny that was quite a, that was quite a watch these today by today's standards oh god also we've got t- thomas hayden church in it who's just i love him as uh, mr griffith the teacher yes um, yeah and there's been a lot of spider-man talk recently with the new trailer and some speculation about whether Emma Stone is going to be back or not, but like speculation about him coming back as well. And like, I would just love, right? Not that they'll ever do it, but see if the two of them come back. Just give me an in joke. Just give me an easy A in joke with the two of them or something. Easy A reunion. That's what we we need right now. Yes. Oh my god, would that make easy A canon in the MCU? <laughs> I'm happy to look at this as think a, a Gwen think Stacy. Of the potential. <laughs> It's like Gwen Stacy's solo movie in my eyes, basically. Mm. (laughs) It's also just, it's also just so funny as well. Like, um, I think this would be a great one to like double bill with like Booksmart. Um, Mm. And it's, it's, it's because it's like, again, it's just a coming of age film. Like that is actually funny. Like most coming of age films of this time were not actually very good. Like, let's be honest. There's, there are very few that are like genuinely that hold up sort of, you know, eleven years later, mm. and I think I think this is I think this is one of them. And also, I personally think this is maybe where her career started. It's, like it's I first... know she did super bad, but this is her first leading. Yeah, career. and her first Golden Globe nomination, right? I think so. I yeah, I think so. Nominated for this, which I am double checking. Double checking that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we usually no. get like some. We usually get a bit of trivia up as well, but I think um, I don't think yeah, there was she was anything. Nominated. She was nominated for this. Okay. Good, good. I'm not just spreading fake news. <laughs> we can't have fake news That's in the insane. podcast. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, exactly. I think that tells you everything about her performance in the film. Mm. Um, also, I love a, a fun bit of trivia for you. Her edition was the opening webcam scene. Like obviously they, they ah, redid it. They redid it, but yeah, like that's yeah. what she—that's the scene she had to audition with. Um, I could see that. Yeah, it's just think, like yeah, monologuing. 
Oh, I see you're looking at the IMDb right now. Um, I don't know if you're looking at it, but the, the second bit of trivia that came off my uh, yeah, screen yeah, is the best to, bit of trivia. I was about to talk about that. Do you think that Emma Stone in Sucker Punch, so she dropped out of Zack Snyder's Sucker Punch to be an easy A. Did she really? Yeah, yeah. and I actually, to be fair, I don't know whether that would have, because I, I quite enjoy a wee bit of Snyder, and I enjoy a bit of Sucker Punch. I don't know if that would have made it better. Emma Stone's presence in it. Who was she meant then, to do? Like, who, who took her role? I think it was the leading role. It was the leading role. Mm. Yeah, no. it was. Um, it was the sort of the main role in the in the film. Think no, how different her career would have been though, because like EZA established her as like quite comic talent, and Sucker yeah. Punch is not that. And then so... we also got films like Crazy Stupid Love and things mm. after. I reckon probably because of this, like it showed she had great. Um, comedic timing. Mm-hmm. And they're very different movies as well. And I don't, I just, I just don't. I think one of them's aged horribly, at least in my eyes, and the other, the other one's aged brilliantly and is an iconic Agreed. teen comedy. Um, we also, we also looked at uh, just before we came on. We also looked at some of the common sense media reviews for this, which is the site that um, parents use to review movies to make sh- to tell other parents if they are. Uh, appropriate for their children to watch and yeah it's, it, it, they really the christians weren't happy with this movie because it doesn't portray them in a very positive light um I, one of them was very very angry at the fact that they'd um just bashed so it was not there's the first 30 minutes were nothing but bad language sex talk from high schoolers and christian bashing so we turned it off that's the entire <laughs> review and they put one star 17 plus which I thought was about 17 plus. plus. <laughs> no. Man, those kids are in for a rough ride. <laughs> They're never going to see anything. <laughs> but, like, I think this is a good film for, like, the age demographic. Like, it doesn't feel like it's sexually explicit, but, like, it teaches a lot of great messages about safe sex and just, and, and like, just rumours and spreading shit and stuff like that. And, like, like, it's weird to sort of think of Easy A as, like, a sort of important film for, like, people of that age, but, like... It I is, it could... though. Like, it was one of the first films in the age of, like, feminism as, like, a good yeah. positive label, and it took on slut-shaming and the double standard for what felt like the first time. So coming coming at it, like, from that perspective, it's got a great message for young girls. For sure, yeah. Like that's what I'm saying, 17 plus is just because it's Christian bashing. Like, that's a little bit... Extra. I would not want to be those kids in that house. No. Like, what would you be watching? They're going to go off to college and just be fucking out their depth. <laughs> Jesus this, Christ. This entire thing is just... Is just there's, there's some normal adults here, but I mean, the top one here is just age 16 plus, but they've rated the movie five stars. They put, I loved it. I'd never let a kid watch it. Fake sex parent who lets their kid watch this is misinformed and needs to learn what is appropriate for children so there you go how dare they how dare they wait till they wait till they wait till they hear us talking about the next movie I mean, <laughs> is there actual proper sex sex in this or is it just, no, just them jumping um, on the bed banging on the wall towards the end is there not i don't remember she i don't think with, so does she not sleep with no. Again, I'm not. I'm not they talk it. about it. They, they talk, talk about, about it. it. They don't show anything yeah. or really even visually suggest anything. So. Yeah. It's just a lot of 
fake sex, but even that they don't really show. Like <laughs> people jumping them. on the bed, like come yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> like come on, like making orgasm. Also, fun fact about that: apparently, in one of the fake sex scenes, Emma Stone was going at it so hard that she had an asthma attack. <laughs> That's that's a good trivia fact. Like, that's really like I love that she's like committing to the the fake <laughs> orgasms, so, like the like actual fake <laughs> orgasms, so much that she had an asthma attack. Jesus, um, so, that's just so unbranded. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, have we? Do you think we've covered Emma Stone enough to sort of move on to ratings, or do you feel you want to anything Never else? Never enough. Add? But Never yeah, we enough. Can move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, th- I mean, she's fantastic. She's great. Like, what else is there mm-hmm. to say? She has great comedic timing. Yeah, like so funny. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, out of five, a waste. First, what are you gonna give this? I'm gonna go four because it's fantastic. Um, I love it so much. Um, I feel like it's not quite up there in terms of some of Emma Stone's other films that I would maybe hold in a higher regard, but like. I could, you know, watch this sort of so many times. It's such an easy watch. It's uh, it is it is a little bit cringe. I think it's it, it's obviously supposed to be, but sometimes watching cringe movies for me is just a little bit hard. Um, but like it's so funny. It's heartfelt as well. Like there's some great emotional scenes because of sort of everything that goes on. And yeah, I mean, it's just one of sort of Emma's most famous roles for a reason. Yeah, and Laura, what are you going to give out of five? I'm not stingy. I'm going to give it five. Like, it's nice. just, it's great. There's, I really think there's, like, nothing you can say bad about it. Yeah. Like, it's, the casting's on point. She's incredible. She really established herself as, like, a leading lady and a good, like, comedy actress. It's got great themes. It's wholesome. It holds up. There's really nothing I can say about it, except it's great. Five stars. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm concerned we're about to get a controversial. Yeah, no, no, yeah. you're not. You're not going to get a controversial opinion at all. I'm I'm very much submitted in a. I'm going to go with four stars just because. That's... Yeah, we're. I, I don't. I don't know. We're, I'm kind of stingy at this point in time because I don't know what where it'll land in the end of the, when we get to the end. So I'm kind of thinking about for future the future as well. I guess, but I do. I do love this movie. It's really good. It's a really great fun time. Uh, you know, um, it does. Laura made a good point of it. it. Has a great cast. Amanda Bynes is in it. Yeah. She quit acting because she hated her performance in this. Really, I didn't know that yeah. you were related. The the reason she quit acting is because of Easy A. Yo, but she's good in it though. Like she's 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 fantastic in it. I don't know why she decided to quit acting because of this movie. Like there are other movies in her career that if she wanted to quit acting, you know. <laughs> There may be other more obvious choices. Yeah, she's she's really good in this. I, I did not know that. I find that really surprising. But yeah. to each their own, I guess. Next up, we're talking about Friends with Benefits, directed by Will Gluck. Awaste, do you want to tell us what happens in this movie as well? Yes, yeah, so uh, Jamie is played by Mila Kunis and she's like a New York City headhunter and she's like trying to sign a Los Angeles art director, um, Dylan, played by Justin Timberlake, for one of her clients. Um, he takes the job and then they sort of become friends. 
from there, that friendship turns into a friends with benefits situation. But they've both sort of had really bad histories with like romance in the past, and that sort of like brings them closer together. And they find that their sort of casual, meaningless sex might lead to to more. And it's sort of pretty straightforward in terms of plot. I actually hadn't seen this film until literally the other day. Um, Neither. <laughs> and it's it's actually I I wasn't expecting it to be as good as as it was. Mm. It's like really pretty decent. Yeah, no, I, 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 it's, it's actually a decent rom com. I had a, a decent time watching it. It's not anything special, but it's, it's. I'm upset at the fact Emma Stone's only in one scene. I was upset. Yeah. I was hoping for more. We, we got rid of Marmaduke for this movie because, <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't quite fit in the schedule, and I was upset to learn she's only in one scene of this because we were going. I bet she's. We actually said before we started i bet she's only in one scene of this movie because we- but the thing is we were unsure and i remember we were googling this thing because again we didn't want to do like tiny cameo rules and so we were like googling this and i remember it was like she plays one of the exes and, mm-hmm. and then like i was like oh and then like when you google emma stone friends with benefits it seemed like she maybe had a, a significant role but is only in it for for one scene, probably because Will Gluck directed it, and obviously he did Easy A, yeah. and this was immediately after. Mm. But like, I mean, she's great in the in the the scene that she is in. Yeah, it's funny when As you guys said we were doing this film. I was like, damn, I I've watched it. I cannot remember Emma Stone being in it. And then I was like, that's why I don't remember being in it. But yeah, no, she she is good for what she is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about the film overall? What do you think of the film, Mara? Um, Kind of the same as what you said. Like, it's enjoyable enough. It does what it sets out to do pretty well. It's not hugely original or trying to do anything massively different. But I think um, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis have good chemistry. And that basically, like, is, is solid enough to spin a film off of that. So, yeah. It's 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 not great. It's but it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's what you expect. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty much what it says in the tin. And I agree. I think the chemistry between Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis is what makes this film. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think in in any sort of rom com, that's a lot of it hinges on that. Um, and I feel like it is. And also, what I like with Will Gluck's films with Easy A as well, like he plays into sort of genre conventions but like he does it knowingly and he like sort of has fun with the sort of conventions of the genre and like i feel like here he was sort of doing that with the the rom-com sort of cliches and stuff as well and i I quite sort of enjoyed that like i feel like it's one thing for like a a rom-com to be generic for the sake of it and then there's one to sort of lead into that and sort of play into the the conventions of like a genre Mm. Yeah, and if you're not going to be pushing any boundaries, then you've got to make sure what you have is solid, and I think that does yeah. that. Exactly. What about you, Cameron? What do you think of this? Yeah, no, like I, I think it is, it's, it's pretty solid. I, um, I, I like, I liked Mila Kunis and um, Justin Timberlake. I completely forgot his name there for some reason. <laughs> single did the single ladies thing there. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like them together. I thought they were really good. I, I, I think they were kind of. They're better than most. I think better than a lot of um, 
rom-com couples, I think, in modern times. So that was that was nice. Mm. Mila Kunis is always quite Mila Kunis is quite funny. So I'm I'm happy with that. Um, she the, um, she had a butt double in this film. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because apparently she felt like her butt wasn't appealing enough. So asked for a butt double for her like nude scenes. Um, oh, that's just, the dream, yeah. isn't it? Just any time I mean, you're I not too I, happy, like you I need just, to get a butt double. I think that's so funny. Not that anyone I think would have ever been like had anything bad to say about me, like because she's like <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. But like the fact that she has a butt double is so funny. Um, <laughs> Also, uh, she takes a sign from someone at the airport, uh, her character, Jamie, which says, Oh, Pendergast. Oh, oh what? Pendergast no from EZA. <gasps> yeah. Never caught that. That's so cool. I never, uh, that's just, it's just one of the bits of trivia huh. um, for the film, which I think is just, obviously, because EZA came out right before. Yeah. I think that's, that's quite yeah, neat. That's a neat little. I, like yeah. that. I wonder if there's, if there's references to it in Peter Rabbit. <laughs> I hope so. I really hope so. <laughs> I actually, I'd imagine there's probably like a movie poster somewhere, or there is like the name of one of the rabbits, like the background rabbits is like, like oh, all over something. Yeah, something. just where <laughs> like, give one of them an A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give them, give them the red A, and that'll be fine. Just put it on it. Put it on Peter Rabbit's back, and that's sorted. <laughs> I will say though, New York Times have a very interesting line in one of their reviews um, and so they're, they're talking about Mila Kunis's character and how she doesn't play like a generic needy like rom-com character and I'm like yep that's so true um, and then they're talking about the, yeah so they go um, Mila Kunis, Miss Kunis looks itty bitty enough to hang on a charm bracelet but her energy is so invigorating <laughs> and her presence is so vibrant that she fills the screen if she continues to score roles like this, she might even be able to break out of the genre. However, she is forced to compete with the equally appealing and equally tiny, in hyphens then, if paler and much pinker, Emma Stone, who makes the most of a tiny role. Jesus. Let me guess, it's reviewed by a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's given me, like, was it Peter Bradshaw that, released, uh, that reviewed it Black Widow? <laughs> It's giving me Bradshaw vibes of Black Widow. That is that is horrible. Mm. <laughs> oh no, it's reviewed. It's reviewed by it's reviewed by a girl. <gasps> no what? way. It's reviewed by a girl. But I just I just don't understand. That's that's grim, man. Like <laughs> why they're talking about like if slightly paler and <laughs> much pinker. pinker. I, I don't you know when I think of Emma Stone, I I, I think of <laughs> you know Academy Award winning. <laughs> I don't think of I don't think of I don't think of pink <laughs> i don't think she's pink like i also love the, the way i've ever heard to describe it before. i love the fact oh that her character is obsessed with john mayer for no for no real <laughs> it doesn't do it there's no point into it whatsoever but she just runs screaming into a john mayer concert of all the places she could have been at i just thought that was the funniest thing on the planet <laughs> like yeah. i do think her character in this is is just a lot of fun and you, you can clearly tell she's just having a good time <laughs> Playing one of Justin Timberlake's exes. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if she'd like ad libbed the whole thing. To be honest, oh, 100%, 100%, <laughs> I would not be surprised. She's so funny, like just naturally as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this this movie has like, I think one of the few sex montages I think I've ever seen in movies before. Uh, just one of the most 
just over the top sex montages which yeah. once again brings us back to common sense media <laughs> the place where all of the parents like to hang out um i wish you saw some absolute classics on there for friends we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna play a game okay <laughs> i'm gonna read you a paragraph mm-hmm. and you're gonna tell me the age rating they've given this film and the star rating they've given this film okay i'm gonna read you a snippet of the paragraph okay this movie is definitely for adults or perhaps very emotional very mature 16 plus Timberlake and Kunis give perhaps their best, or at least their most charming performances. The screenplay is convincing, the directing is very good, the editing is fantastic, and the pacing is perfect. Now, I'm going to read the rest of it in just a second. What are you guys thinking? The age rating is, and the star rating out of five this parent has given friends of benefit is the age rating different to the one you read out in the review is that is that what do you, what do you okay so you're saying 16 plus yeah, i'm okay. saying 16 plus but i doubt it's 16 plus now that he's and what do you think there. the star rating is from what i from what three I've just read? possibly three okay yeah. laura i'm gonna say 17 plus and four uh-huh. because i mean they're talking you know the direct screenplay is convincing directly yeah. very good okay if the bad language had been left out and the bedroom scenes had been seriously told down, <laughs> I might have even given this movie four stars. Or even five. Despite it all, I have a soft spot for this movie and just wonder what it might have been if this movie had been produced by a team that had less of a potty mouth than a mind in the gutter. It is two stars age 18 plus. No way! Two stars! And the, and the subject line is bad language and too much sex obscures what could be a heartwarming <laughs> oh my god but did, did oh. they did they go into this film not knowing what friends with benefits means like it I sounds mean, like they've all been cool out i mean come on like i mean yeah it's called friends with benefits like are you like what what, what are you expecting i mean this girl that goes um where is it um yes um, this movie is not for kids. There is way too much sex in it. Literally every other scene is sex. Hollywood needs to stop making films. All they do is try to promote teenage sex. It is not appropriate and it's getting old. Firstly, what are they expecting from a film called Friends with Benefits? Secondly, I didn't realise they were teenagers. Yeah, like, how old do they think Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are? That's, that's impressive that they think this is promoting <laughs> teenage sex. It's not, it's not. What was that's... the age rating for that? <laughs> Um, I, I can, I can, oh, 18 plus one star. Of course. One star. <laughs> one star. <laughs> Someone's given it a nine plus. Well. Which, which to be fair, okay, I don't think it's a nine plus. I don't think it's an 18 plus. I think it's a nine plus. No, I think you, you've maybe gone too far the other way at that point. <laughs> um, they were like, this is good. They were like, okay, there's no nudity. And that's why I think every kid should see it because it teaches them about the values of sex. Interesting like, take. That's I, I told my kids about sex when they were eight years old. Do you right. know, you're laughing, but I'm trying to think back to when we first had sex ed in school, and I think it might true. have been you around that age range. Like, you know what? True, but I'm imagining this mom sitting her down, sitting her kid down, and explaining sex by showing friends with benefits. All schools. It should be part of the curriculum in all schools. That should be <laughs> friends with benefits as is prime sex education i think positive sex you know you can't go wrong it's it's, it's all very positive yeah exactly i mean to be fair again this is another film like easy that promotes a good message 
about sex, I think, I and think about so. relationships. Yeah. N- not as I mean, I think there's like it's sort of less deep than easy A, but <laughs> anything that's kind of breaking down the taboos around um, sexuality and sex itself sure. is a good thing. Um, yeah. Especially, I love that one scene where like it's it's the pan of like um mother kunis's face and she's like instructing justin timberlake to like go down on her and i'm like how often do you see that like that's, that's pretty good that in, you know what you don't see that in films and that's and it's an important it's an it's important and it's an important thing for people to know i think yeah. it's like i because i think we were sort of talking about this very sort of briefly with like well not even sort of films like this but like when we were younger, like films like The House Bunny had this weird sort of like legendary status to them. Like you'd always see it on like a shelf in Blockbuster and be like, what is this forbidden film? Um, and I feel like for like young people, like movies like this that promote sort of good sex messages are important, I think. Mm, yeah. Because this was another one of those that had like a weird status when I was younger. Like I remember yeah. knowing about it and because again, I was like ten. I was like eleven when this came out, um, and you'd see like Friends with Benefits and Blockbuster, and you'd be like, "What is this?" It was. Like, it what, seems what, to only be Emma Stone movie? movies because it was Zombieland, House Bunny, <laughs> yeah. and Friends with Benefits that it, it, you'd see them on the shelf, and you'd be like, "I really want to watch them, but I'm not old enough. I can't like watch they're, they're them." Like they have like a forbidden, <laughs> yeah. yeah, forbiddenness to them. But really, they're actually not that bad. No. I think that, like I said in the House Bunny review, I think the House Bunny was mainly because it was about Playboy bunnies. And that's why I, I thought yeah. it was very much like, oh, I can't, I'm never going to be able to watch this in my entire life. It must be 18 rated, despite the fact I had a 12 sticker on the, on the bottom of the box. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, ratings, though. Um, Oasis, do you want to start, uh, kick us off with uh, I'm out of five? I'm going to go three out of five. Like, I enjoy it. It's very funny, very charming. Um, it's a very easy watch. I don't think it does anything new. I don't think it needs to. Um, but like, yeah, I think it's it's a good movie. I wouldn't say it's a great movie, but like, I enjoyed it. So I'd give it three. Yeah. Laura, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Always on this. Like, three stars. It's it's fine. Like, it's it's very of its niche. Um, like I said, great cast and... Yeah, it's fine. It's not one that I'd like, you know, jump to go see again, but it's yeah. pretty yeah. solid. Um, girls' night in film, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. three stars. It's, it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have seen it had we had we not been watching it for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's not a film I personally would have seek out, and even even now having seen it, like I don't see myself rewatching it anytime no. soon. Like I I don't know when I would want to actively seek out this film i think there are films that do the story better um and sort of yeah i feel like there are much better rom-coms out there but like it's it's it's, it's good it's good sort of for its time mm. yeah for me it's it's one i'd i'd maybe watch if i only had access to freeview television you know what i mean like if it was <laughs> yeah. just like if it was just an itv2 or something like it probably is all the t- i'd imagine it probably is showing an itv2 all the time so i'd probably watch it then if i had nothing else to watch but it's fine. It's solid. I really, like I said. I like I, I like um, Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake in it, and it's yeah, just a really solid rom com. So free for me as well. Have you got any other standout Emma Stone films, or that you kind of 
you like you like the most other than Easy A, which seems to be your favorite of all time? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. What are some of your other favorite? What are some of your favorite performances of hers? I really like her in La La Land. Yeah. Um, I need to rewatch Birdman because I remember watching it when it very like came out at the start, and I was not mentally mature enough to appreciate it so i like i, I was i was the same yeah i'm like very intrigued to rewatch yeah i remember fucking hating films. it so i i'm still not sure i'm mentally mature enough <laughs> <laughs> but be, I'm, I'm gonna rewatch it and see but i remember enjoying her performance in it because obviously she's got a very different look and i was like yeah oh that's interesting i like her in spider-man i think she's really fun in that yeah um, i've yeah. been watching a lot of Again, because of all the sort of recent Spider-Man hype, Spider-Man's been on the mind. Yeah. And I've been watching a lot of Peter and Gwen edits <laughs> on YouTube. Like, of course, why not? <laughs> a lot of like Peter and Gwen edits because I just love Andrew and Emma in those films, and I love their relationship. They were so I've good. I can't wait loads. to talk, but they were so good together in those. They make those they movies. Yeah. Like people have been watching, like you know, the doc, like the one of the sort of clips that has resurfaced is the Doc Ock, the Tobey Maguire train fight and, you know, the Green Goblin fight and people are watching all these, like, action sequences and I'm here watching, like, <laughs> fan edits of, like, their relationship. <laughs> oh, that's going to be me one day. <laughs> Pulled out, Emma. I'm coming. <laughs> doesn't matter you're a mum now or anything like that. It's <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter, yeah, that you're married. No, I'm pure looking through her, her filmography because I feel like it's so easy to forget. Um, she's so good in The Favourite. Can't forget yeah. that one. Bang in. Battle of the Sexes was not my favourite, but we missed. I liked her in that a lot. I, I was Battle of the Sexes is like one of my standouts for her. Personally. Really? I, exactly. I like that one. Um, and other than that, yeah. yeah. The Help's not really aged well, even though I thought she, at the time, at the time I thought she was good in it, but that's I'm bit. scared to, uh, I've yeah. never seen The Help. Mm. We were, we were slightly considering not doing The Help just because it's of a the bit of a minefield, isn't it? Uh, we, also, yeah. we also have a few, we have a few Woody Allen endeavours as well. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh. We did not realize how treacherous these waters would be after we <laughs> until we got into Emma, them. Emma has made some controversial <laughs> decisions. Oh God, aloha! Oh God! Oh God! That's even <laughs> Great. I about that. But we'll cross those bridges when we come to them. Thank you so much for being on the episode today. By the way, uh, my it was pleasure. A pleasure having you. Aww. Um. I, so yeah, if you could. If you're watching this, if you're still made at the end, thank you very much. Uh, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, 45 Minute Movies. We have a whole other Vin Diesel podcast we did before in the, the last season this, <laughs> in this series. Um, you can find me on Twitter at CamsoOG and OhiFilms.com. Oasis, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at OasisOase um, or thefilmbite.com. And Laura, if you could plug whatever you need to plug. <laughs> yeah, what? I don't even know where that came from. Um... <laughs> <laughs> my twitter handle is i think it's laura underscore putting but the important it is, one it, it, it is it is the important one is um at outtake mag which is we've actually got an essay on easy a on the site so check it out oh, wow. <laughs> oh there you go oh now i'm knowing why uh laura agreed to this episode. <laughs> i'll stick that in the description as well if you want to watch if you want to read that yes but yeah no Yep. All, all good um, thank you for yeah, having thank, thank me you again. it was so fun